What is going on, beautiful people? Today, we are talking about can a narcissist have a healthy relationship? If you're new here, my name is Lee Hammock. I'm a clinically diagnosed narcissist, and welcome to another episode of The Narcissist Code. So welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, folks. Yes, yes, yes. This is one of the yeah. <laughs> people see me as a diagnosed narcissist, and I'm still married. I still have my kids and whatnot. They see me and how I'm making my relationship work, how we are existing, and things like that. And they one of the questions a lot of people ask me, especially if you think, especially if they think that they are dealing with a narcissist, is can a narcissist have a healthy relationship? Is it possible? Will it ever be healthy and will they ever realize what they've done? So is how do I say this while I was making it sound bad? I don't want it to sound bad, y'all, because it, it, it is a tough topic to deal with. It's a tough subject to deal with overall. Um, how can it be healthy? You know, how? What is ask yourself this question? I mean, ask yourself this question right here. What does healthy look like to you? If if you if healthy to you means we're communicating in a great way, we're um, we're having healthy we're, we're talking and I'm being, my voice is being heard, their voice is being heard. They feel they they feel safe to talk to me. I feel safe to talk to them. They treat the kids with loving care, respect. All this stuff is going good. Then typically, y'all, if that's your answer of what a healthy relationship looks like, then typically the answer for a narcissist, a real full blown narcissist. It's probably going to be no. It will never get to that point because most narcissistic people, especially ones that are not working on themselves, are not going to have that ability to feel safe and the ability to feel safe in a relationship in order to treat their kids good, in order to treat their partners, treat their partners well. Most narcissists are not going to have that ability. And that sucks to say because I'm in a relationship. You see me doing what I'm doing. But. I'm in th- I've been in therapy for almost seven years, y'all. Me, I've been battling the therapy journey for almost seven years. This is year seven right here. I'm entering year seven of therapy and whatnot. And I'm, and my relationship is not perfect. I still struggle. We battle back and forth here and there. But we, there's a level of communication that existed that, ne- that was never there before. Like, because I'm in therapy. My wife is also in therapy and we've also done some marriage counseling. There's been a lot of wheels turning within our relationship. A lot of gears have been turning within our, our relationship to make it work, to make it have a healthier environment. You know, because like I say more, a, lot, a lot of some people don't use the word healthy. They use the word normal. They say, can a narcissist have a normal relationship? And again, I'm y'all. I answer questions with questions. You know, why do you always answer a question with a question? I'm inquisitive. What movie did it come from? Put that in the, you got to put that. I'm inquisitive. Why do you always answer a question with a question? I'm inquisitive. Put that. At, what movie is that from, y'all? Put it in the screen. Put look. Put it. Drop it in the comment section. What movie that came from? That comment right there. And I'll pin the comment. The first one I see. Um, the first one who leaves it. That's the, the the correct movie. Um, but yeah. <clears throat> Ask yourself the question: What does normal look like to you? What is normal? I always answer questions with questions. What does normal look like to you? Does normal does normal consist of those same things that healthy consists of? We're emotionally safe where we hold hands and walk on the beach and talk about our feelings. That probably, 
that probably won't happen right there. We all just skipping through the sunset, holding hands on the beach and the waves are cresting in the background and the moon is rising and the sun is setting at the same time. And you have that, you know, there's a eclipse and y'all y'all are skipping towards a picnic on the beach and the kids are there. You know, just 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 like they have matching outfits on. Yeah, that probably doesn't exist. A narcissist might do that for a photo opportunity to make their reputation look good. But in real realistically, they're not going to want to do that, that type of stuff. Y'all, you know, what I mean, like normal and healthy. I don't think normal and healthy exist in a relationship with a narcissist. Even in my relationship, we got well, I go what we call we go through what I call new normal. It's a, it's a new normal. It doesn't mean it's bad. It doesn't mean it's great. It just means it's a new normal. Like we exist very well now. We, like, there's a lot of love in the house now. Like, because I'm super self-aware. I, I become more self-aware every single day of how my, how my actions and my words affect people around me. So because I'm super self-aware of that, I'm able to curtail a lot of the stuff that I might say or do wrong. You know, I might be able to curtail what I, like, if she says something to me to correct something I've done wrong, I don't take it as criticism. I take it as damn. She's really just trying to help me, you know. So we are able to talk. She feels safe enough to talk. She feels emotionally safe and vulnerable to me. I feel safe and vulnerable to her a lot more than I used to, you know. Is that narcissistic person going to be able to go work on themselves to be able to feel emotionally safe and vulnerable with you? Ask yourself that question right there, y'all. And these are, and I say that because it's a tough for you to. You have to answer that question yourself. Look at your relationship. How long has your relationship been going on? You know, how long has has this relationship, how long has this level been going on of mistreatment, of bad behaviors? How have they shown you? I'm going to ask you this question as well. Have they shown you the ability to be consistent with anything in your relationship other than treating you bad? And I mean long-term consistency. I don't mean a week, a couple of weeks or whatever. I don't mean picking up a hobby where they start fishing every week or whatever, or go hunting or, you know, whatever they like to do. I'm not saying that right there. I'm saying what, whatever, like, have they shown consistency with being able to put their, to set a goal, to be healthier, to do, to go live a healthier, better life? Have they been able to do that? Because the answer to that question most times is going to be no. They haven't shown you. The only thing they've been consistent with is being inconsistent in your relationship. The only consistency is it's it, it, it's a tongue twister right there. The only red leather, yellow leather, unique New York. <laughs> the only consistency is inconsistency. You see, like they only be cons consistent with treating you badly. They only be consistent with manipulation. They've only be consistent with gaslighting. Like, have, what what are the good things? And like I said again, even if they've been consistent outside of doing that type of stuff. What have they been with? What have they been consistent with that is beneficial to other people and not as beneficial to them? You know, it's directly beneficial to other people and not as beneficial to them. You, you see, you have to ask yourself these deep, these, these deep questions right here, y'all, because these questions help you determine. I'm not like I said, I'm not trying to tell y'all to leave your relationship. This is not this is not what my channel is dedicated for. I know people, they how I talk and how, maybe how I used to present it made it seem like I wanted everybody to leave their ties of relationship. That's not my my goal here is to raise as much awareness as I can to people to let you know that, hey, look, this is what's going on. Look, here's the I'm, I'm trying to provide you as much information as I possibly can so you can make a conscientious decision whether or not you want to stay in this relationship. You can make the conscientious decision whether or not you want to keep moving forward. Or you want to stop. 
it's up to you. I want make people to make the decision on their own. You see, that's my goal right there is to help people make the decision on their own in order to keep moving forward. Like ask yourself these questions because you can, if you can, you can ask, look, how comfortable, how safe do you feel in your relationship? Is that narcissistic person that you're dealing with? Are they really, <clears throat> you know, are they going to commit to going to therapy for the rest of their lives? At least long-term therapy. I don't say the rest of their life. Long-term therapy, long-term psychotherapy, long-term counseling, long-term something that is going to make your relationship better. Long-term putting in the work. Are they willing to do that? Is there is there something that goes on that's going to show you that they're willing to do this? You know, because they have to be willing to put that work in. And y'all, I need to say this as well. Whether or not they decide to go get help is less about you than you think it is. I know people go like, well, maybe I'm not worth enough for them to go get help. Stop attaching your worth to what somebody else is going to do for themselves. Y'all have got to stop doing that. Stop attaching your worth or your value to something that somebody is going to do for the, like some something that somebody has to do for themselves. It's not about you. If they're going to go to therapy for you. It, it probably isn't going to work. It probably isn't going to work. They need to go work on themselves for themselves. Because if otherwise, y'all, it won't, you won't have any kind of semblance of normalcy. You won't have any kind of semblance of emotional and physical healthiness, safety within your relationship dynamic. Why would you? You know, if they've been toxic for years, they're probably going to be toxic for more years to come. And this is not me trying to be debilitated or trying to kill y'all's vibe or anything like that. That's not my goal here. Y'all know that's not my goal. My goal is to, if y'all, I'm giving you the information provided, I'm providing you the information necessary for you to make a conscientious decision whether you, whether you want to stay or, or go. Where you will go, go read Dr. Ramadi's book, Should I Stay or Should I Go? Go check her book out, you know, because they can help you out and make the decision as well. Because if you are looking at your friends and family's relationships and they have healthy, happy relationships where they're compassionate to each other and you can feel a little jealousy and envy coming from that, you're probably going to like, like that, that's going to fester in your relationship because you probably won't ever have it looking like that. I'm not going to say things will never get better. Unless they're, if they're, if they're, if they're committed to working on themselves, I'm going to say that it probably won't look like your friends and family's relationship. It probably, if you, if you had a healthy mom and dad marriage, your relationship probably won't look like that. Because if that person is not going to work on themselves and acknowledge that they have problems and issues that they actually need to work on, it's not going to be that, it's not going to be beneficial to you. It's not going to look like that for you. And this is again, y'all, this is not me trying to hurt y'all's feelings. This is me just trying to raise awareness and let you know, just, hey, look, this is the information that I have. This is the information I've cultivated over the last six and a half years of therapy. Um, the last three, almost three and a half years. When I thought you thought the last three and a half years of talking about this online and helping damn near millions of people understand, heal and grow. Like well, millions of people, Lee, you only have 300 and some thousand on YouTube. I have millions of people who follow me all on other on platforms. Y'all. YouTube is like my what, second. Yeah. YouTube is my second largest platform. I got almost two billion on TikTok, but here's the healthiness, y'all. Here's the growth for you. Growth for you. Just be safe. Take care of yourself and make sure to subscribe to the channel. But the is out. Peace. 
Thank you so much for making it to the end of my video. You are a mental healness rock star and I appreciate you for being here. If you haven't already, make sure to click on the screen to subscribe to the channel and watch another one of my videos in my playlist. There's also a link available up here for you to purchase my kids book. Remember, it's not your fault on Amazon. So check that out. Thank you. I will see you in the next video. Peace.